Hey guys, how are you doing today? I pray that everyone's day has been amazing and well. I pray that you guys got some things taken care of. It's Thursdays, guys. Thursday, do not give up. You're closer to your blessing than you think. It's amazing. So guys, we're going to jump right into the podcast. I got a little bit of announcements to make. I We still need your prayer for the uh, soldiers in, that's in Afghanistan. Um, we still need prayer for the other the people, the, the people that's over there also. You know, God, what you make, what what you make, what what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. So continue to pray and cover not only the soldiers but the uh, the other people that's over there also. You know. Also, guys, I'm tuning into Real Talk with Angela Bless. Of course, me, your host, every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Virtuous Radio and on Anchor. We can be heard on you know, just about all platforms and over 70 plus countries now. Um, guys, I also have Jive Talk Sports Podcast. I need you guys to support and follow that page. We got some um, amazing things that's coming towards that play, uh, towards the sports podcast very soon. So follow that page, Jive Talk 7102. Jive Talk is J-I-V-E Talk 7102. Um, that airs every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So basically the podcast will have a mixture of interviews and topics. Um, so, you know, I usually just would do, you know, Real Talk with Angela Bless only on Thursdays and we'll have a guest. So um, I kind of want to mix it up with the topics and stuff like that that I went through in life or someone else um, went through and give you guys, you know, the, little t- the testimony so that can help you get through some stuff in life you know i know the world can seem very crazy now and it's like god be me out but sometimes we still have work to do on this earth and if we faint and give up on now um so moving along i forgot what i was just saying but you know just continue to do what's good and do what's right because i know it seems a lot of hate a lot of you know a lot of um you know, a lot. The government's trying to take control of a lot of stuff. You know, everything. We still have our freedom. We still are um, well in God's law. As long as we follow God's law, God will provide for us. God will bless us. You know, because it's a lot of things that I'm waiting on God for. That um, sometimes I do get impatient. Sometimes I be asking God, "Where are you, God? You know, I need this done right now. I have this going on. You told me to do this, so how are you going to find this and so forth?" And so, you know, and sometimes I have to come back and be like, "Okay, God, you already told me the promise. You gave me the vision for a reason, and you gave me this assignment to do. So I know that you're going to take care of me." Sometimes God don't do it right away. Sometimes God wait for months. Sometimes God waits years. Sometimes God will do it immediately. You know, you know, and. God is always on time. No matter what goes on in life, you're going to sit back and be like, dang, I remember I was crying out for this and this happened, you know. And another thing, when you when God bless you, you got to be ready to take care of your blessings and, and continue to cover it. You know, prime example, I pray for this truck, you know, uh, for a new truck. I, I didn't tell God I didn't want payments or anything. So next time, God, I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus Christ, give me a truck with no payments, brand new, off the lot, paid in full. Ding, ding, like that so you got to be specific when you when you're praying and seeking and asking god for things you know don't ask god for stuff so you can show off and show people ah, ah, that's what i do but ask because you're in the need of and you need it to um fulfill the assignment and walk the path that god has called you to so guys our topic today is get over it have you ever heard of that get over it. you ever heard people say you're talking about your ex over and over again and someone's like get over it already you know we're tired him for six months that you know he did this or she did this and there were no good or so forth get over it already live your life i mean we're not in the position to tell people how to heal or when to heal but at some point some of our friends our family need to hear the truth sometimes they be so deep and and heart is broken 
and mine is gone that they put their all in the relationship to the point that you know they don't want to put their all into the next person that come along because they feel like that person is like that next person let me tell you something um for years um years so years i've been like that i made a contract with myself saying that the next guy i date i will break no i made a contract myself when i caught my child my daughter's dad in the bed with another woman i've literally seen him naked in the bed i freaked out grabbed a knife it was something like out, out of the movie went upstairs to kill him I, i'm being honest with you because i was i was just a teen i was like maybe 17 at the time 18 in love never knew what love was I just gave my own trust in another human being this person just took me for granted just like the guys that i you know that was in my family that abused me so i thought this is the young me talk was talking and so but anyway when i said got a knife his mama grabbed me just in time i was so hurt and the girl he was in the bed with um she i knew her and so from that day i made a contract so i will break up with every guy before they break up with me before they hurt me i would not let another guy get close to me ever again and i had to it took me years and you gotta remember from the 18 10 year contract after breaking hearts after people leaving me me being not letting people get close me you know living thinking sex is love it's a lot of stuff that I had to learn. It's a lot of stuff that I had to learn. It's a lot of stuff I thought a person was supposed to make me happy, a person supposed to make me feel at home and all of that. I had to realize that I had to first love myself. Second, I need to learn how to forgive. And third, I need to learn how to live my life knowing everyone is not out to hurt me or get me, you know? So I had to learn those I had to learn those steps. It took me a while, you know. It took me a while to heal from that one relationship after another after. I was just at listen to me. I was one of those type of people. I could not be alone. I was scared to be alone. I had to have a guy laying next to me. I want to horror anything going out just sleeping and be like fruit cocktail on the corner. I'm just saying. I was one of the person I broke up with somebody else. I dated somebody else. I never gave my soul and my mind and body time to heal properly. So every relationship I went in, I brought those other two relationships over to the next relationship. Those three relationships over to that relationship. And I became, I began to leave trails of blood and wounds along the way you know and took me some time to deliver so disconnect myself you know breaking those soul ties calling out those those guys names and and the things that was done to me and the thing that i contribute to them also you know i wasn't perfect in a lot of those relationships so um you know get over it um uh, moving on without being bitter so a lot of the relationship i i did move on because was i bitter when i when i the relationship ended you know not no i was like mad like let me get it right i was not bitter and i was not petty i was upset because how the relationship ended for example but i thank god because it was god plan that he never allowed me to get with some of them guys seriously because i look at them now and the stuff that they're doing and saying oh my god you you know i thank him i didn't get entwined in that net with them you understand what i'm coming from but sometimes i when, when i used to look back not now when i used to look back i was upset because of the time and effort that i pour into the people one thing about me 
a lot of people know I am dedicated and I will pour into you I won't pour my all into you but I will pour into you enough that you will be able to survive because if I when I love someone whether it's a friend or family we I love you for life until we break up and then you're just another friend another guy or whatever but moving along how do you move on um how do you get over an ex simple okay I'm gonna tell you with me anything someone buy me because I do believe in soul ties soul ties can come in numerous things um gifts um phone conversation text message sleeping with somebody spending time with somebody somebody just crying on you being the ear someone that you used to testing and you don't text them for one day and they get mad at you that can also be emotional soul tie so with me how I usually got over my exes I remove everything away from me uh, maybe I will sometimes you know how the pictures get saved on your um, Android phone and it gets backed up to your um, Google Drive now I have went through them um, the pictures earlier and I saw I'm like oh dude I still got this delete it delete it delete I'd have deleted those pictures most of those pictures because there's so many pictures on there but I also get rid, rid of jewelry anything that reminds me of the person and everything I begin to denounce um, any soul ties that I may have contributed with that person that will come to my remembrance and I also forgive them and also forgive myself because sometimes we can deal with self um, guilt also thinking you know our fault being up on ourselves when mainly it wasn't really our fault but sometimes we see the red flags before it happened like I said a lot of my podcasts we be want to help the wounded snake the poison snake that's going to get healed and going to bite us back we want to help a bear gets back to natural um habitat but we trying to bring the bear in the house with the bears when he the bear the lions get hungry they're going to eat us when there's nothing around to eat so you know I had to stop myself from doing that and being that person also because I always felt bad for someone because you know the girlfriend broke up me and I did all that but it, it, it come to find I was always two sides to a story always you know not falling not saying guys you know it's a lot of amazing men out there and women I'm being honest with you and there's a lot of wonderful beautiful women out there it's just we have to heal as a whole no matter what their ethnic background are no matter where you came from we have to heal as a whole in order for us to draw and 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 and, and, and for God to bring and line us up with the right person because whether we know or not just as well as, as we women are praying for our right man our husband is a man out there actually praying for us also and you also got to remember the counterfeit comes before the real thing come it could be a hundred counterfeits coming before that that one that one real true blessing come but we got to continue to stay on the front line continue to fight continue to cover ourselves and continue to remain um in the presence of god and sometimes it can be very hard because we be like when is going to be our time i mean so so just got married so so just did this and did this but when is going to be our time at immense of our waiting we need to celebrate other people we need to not keep our continue to keep our mind on when it's going to be our time even though we want it really bad like god when is when i'm going to get this house like i need this house right now like i'm about to like literally like just go berserko god <laughs> that's how i be signing for real with me and god on time god probably like girl if you don't have a seat and shut up it's coming you're gonna delay it with your own words <laughs> but anyway you know it came to a point um one season in my life i dread to be married so bad 
Like, oh my God. And I think after the domestic violence relationship I was in, it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that I would have accept, I don't accept anymore. And then, you know, and it, it just amazed how God literally healed me and made my heart whole. Not perfect, guys, but whole. You know, and yes, I had to forgive him as well. I had to forgive myself and the things I said out of my mouth to him also. And you know, he, you know, I was beaten and, and so forth. I still had to forgive him. That don't mean I go back. Don't mean I answer his calls if he calls. None of that. It's just about forgiving someone so that you don't continue to contaminate, your, contaminate yourself with the poison of unforgiveness and hate and malice inside of your soul that it, it kills the cells within your body. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, how. How, how do you get over your ex? Um, forgive them. Forgive yourself. And if you're like me, you get rid of, um, you get rid of the stuff that, um, that you no longer need. And you move on from that. Um, how do you move on when children are involved? That's a very good topic. Um, a lot of people we call bitter baby mama syndrome and bitter baby father syndrome don't want to move on. They will use those children's app as pawn. They will make your life a living hell. In some cases, if you see the 48 hours uh, snap and um, ID channel about, you know, the ex is not moving on, they would actually take the other person's life and sometimes in cases the children's lives also. In some cases their lives too. All I can say in, in this in this instant, like if you're if you're in fear of your life truly. And you know for a fact that that person is going to do bodily harm to you or your child. You seek help. Whether it's a man or a woman, you seek help. And you possibly have to move away out of that town, out of that city with your child. Because in most cases, people don't want to let you go. They know what they had was good. And they didn't know how to treat it or, or to take care of why they had it. So once it's gone, they try to do all they can to get that person back. And if that person didn't want to come back, they try, they try their best to hurt that person. Thinking it's going to give them some relief. But all it's going to give them is like years, um, the rest of their life in jail or prison. Or somewhere, they shoot themselves somewhere in hell somewhere. You know? And it's crazy because we live in a society like that. We want what we can't have. It's just true. We want what other people have. And when we did have it, we don't know how to take care of it. And how do you move on when children are involved? You have to for the best of sake of the children. Um, you have to. You have to come to an agreement and, and come to a grown-up agreement that you will allow your children to see the other person or the other person parent just as long as that child is that parent is not in a you know in the drug house on the corner you know selling you know uh fruit cocktail i almost said the other word god oh lord you and, and you and you move on from that point you know when it's marriage it's a different subject because i love i don't like touching on the marriages because i have never been married before but i have been engaged a, a couple times uh, but you know it's hard with this one is you can tell a person not to be bitter because you've been with that person for 12 13 14 years and that person is up and left because of something you did or because they cheated and moved away it's very hard to get back on your feet it's going to take some time of, of praying and, 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 and especially those that help others to build a company and build a foundation that you know you you guys grew together and then all of a sudden 
if you broke up because of someone's cheating infidelity or someone's um you did something wrong to the person or you know whatever that's a very hard subject to touch on but i would probably have somebody come on with me and talk about that um, why do most people choose to hold grudges? Some, a lot of people are petty, like I said. They choose to hold grudges because they don't want to let things go. They're mad because they probably lost the best thing they ever had. They will never, ever, ever in their life find another person like you. And even though they try and try to find somebody like you, they're not. Because they're trying to fill a void that cannot be filled. And the only time you can fill a void when you learn how to let go and forgive because the only thing you're doing is drowning and it's like you're trying to save a, a drowned dead body and you're, it's going to take you down down to the ocean floor so people hold grudges to to get you back to stay mad at you and also because they they know they messed up uh, nothing comes out of holding grudges being vengeful or anything nothing but sickness disease because you can be angry and mad for the rest of your life and you can bring out things out of your in your cells that can cause tremendous harm in your body. Tremendous. We need to be positively uplifting and be around uh, positive people. But the, the biggest mistake a person can ever do when a person has left you completely is hold, holding on and holding on grudges when that person moves on with their life. You're not hurting them, you're hurting yourself. And so the best thing you can do in life, you can do, if you feel like you want to do, is forgive that person. I know he he hurt you, he cheated with you with your best friend or your mom or sister. Yeah, that's hurtful, but move on with your life. Because God got something tremendous better for you. Even, even, even if you don't talk to them ever again, ever again. It's probably, you know, I don't tell people when or how, when or how to heal. I give you advice that things that have happened to me help me out. Because there's been some places I was stuck on for 10, 20 years that I had to literally say, okay, enough is enough. I'm tired. Okay, God, pull me out of this hole, this sinkhole that I'm sinking, that is up to my chin. I'm about to drown in this mercury mud because I'm not letting go. I'm holding on. I'm being mad because he did that. She did that. Let it go. Why you shouldn't? Why you shouldn't put children in the middle of grown-ups disagreements? Because you're choosing, a, you're using a child for once to take sides, and a child is no is not uh, strong enough to hold on or to carry that much weight that's going on between us adults when we're going through anger issues, frustration, rage, you know, and so forth. Children shouldn't even be in the middle. I'm, did I say hide things for children? No, because children are smart. They know what's going on. They know exactly what's going on. All I'm saying is children should be in the middle of any grown-up situation because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're turning that child, you're turning, at the end of the day, you're turning that child against that parent or that other person. And that child's feeling bad because he does want to take mommy's side or he does want to take daddy's side. But because you're forcing that child to do so, He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna hold a secret grudge against you. He's gonna hold anger and resentment against you at the end of the day. And especially if you're trying to keep a child away from a parent, and a parent is doing a, a wonderful worse with the person, the child, and you're mad just because the parent's no longer with you. So if the parent's no longer, with, if the other parent's no longer with you, you won't let the child see the parent because you want to have something to do with the relationship also. And that's just sad and downright wrong, wrong. So we have to, you know, because we're all grown up, we still, a lot of us still deal with arrested development minds, meaning immature minds. We're not always there at times, you know, 
Uh, but at the end of the day, I cannot tell anyone what to do. I can only give them advice in order for them to move along with their life. In most cases, God will talk to us before we even get into those relationships. Those are red flags that we do see. But because we don't want to be alone, we, we smash those flags down and go into the cautious area. When God's saying cautious, but God thought red flags for a reason. Red flags, stop. Do not go in there. Warning, alert, alert. But we still go, don't we? We still go because it's something about it's it's something about red flags and red and red alert wants us to go around that corner and see. Let me peek around this corner and see how he or she is. I'm just gonna just talk to them for a little while. And you know, just because I'm alone and no one's texting me or calling me, I'm just gonna talk to them for a little while and see what they're about. And then all of a sudden, it, you you that one week becomes six months. Now you're crying because your heart broke it or because he don't lock or she don't lock you up in the closet or he or she don't stole out of your wallet or your purse. What you gonna do now? Huh? Because those red flags was there. That alert was there. That big old red stop sign was there. Because we put on our blinders, we chose not to see those things because of our own selfish ways. Because our flesh wanted what the flesh want. And that's true. The flesh want what the flesh want. And uh, I said that because we went on a three-day fast. I was literally crying out to God. Hey, guys, I should have just recorded myself. Day one, okay, I got this. Yes, yes, God, I got this. Day two, oh my God, I'm hungry. Oh, but you know, but at the midst of it, people, my children really weren't getting on my nerves at the time. They was, they usually at now, that third day. Oh my goodness, it's like I was about to like just pass out, give in, give up because I was so freaking hungry and I was crying too. I was like, God, I need help. Help me not to eat, you know. But you know, it is what it is. Um, last but not least, how to move on without being bitter. How to move on without being bitter. Simple rule. Forgive. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgive. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. Because at the end of the day, when we all said it done and we gone off this earth and God shut our eyes forever, God is gonna give account of what we do, what we don't do, what we say, and what we don't say. You forgive for the, and I said forgive for the best for you. Let go of those old things because you can't put on, you can't, God can't bless you with new things when you're holding on to those size 12 pants. I mean, those size um, five pants that you can't fit anymore. And he's trying to give you new and better things. Yeah, even though you're a size 10 now, that's fine. You know, you look good and everything. He still want to bless you with um, other and better and, and amazing things in life. You know, um, life can seem to throw a wrench in our plans. And in our mind, we are thinking everything is cool, is right. He's going to be my husband. She's going to be my wife. And in reality, if you sit back at the beginning, you can hear everything what they're saying and what God was trying to show you. We don't. One thing we don't have time, we don't have time to waste on. We don't have it. And for those of you guys that are married... As long as that person is not trying to take you down to the basement and chop you up, I'm, you're going to have to work out because marriage is a work. Forget about all the gowns and the best man and the bridesmaids and the dress and the reins. It, it falls under the commitment and the oath that we say to one, uh, one another. I'm not going to say it right now because I don't want to marry a whole bunch of people that's listening right now. <laughs> 
but you know we need to look at those the, the the vows that we say that each who when you get married you say to each other and take those to heart are you willing to do those vows are you willing to do everything that we're saying out our mouth are you just saying that just to say that because we're happy we got a ring on, on our finger i have side chicks no more you are okay side guys no more you are we saying that because we meant it from our bottom of our heart and we finally find the person, our missing, the missing rib that God has connected us with? Hmm? So I leave you guys with this today. Nothing's too hard for God. Anything that you sincerely pray for and pray from your heart and you need it in the best interest to get along and do what you have to do for the sake of the path that you're walking down, for the sake of your assignment. For the sake of a loved one or even when someone's coming against you, you pray for them. My prayer and my, my blessings to you today that God will come in your life, come into your houses, come into your vehicles, wherever you may be at, on the street corner and just touch you and surround you with nothing but love like he did to me when I, when I came back to church. The love would be so overwhelming that it would shake a lot of stuff off of you. And, and I pray that a lot of you guys and women that are looking for marriage, first, love yourself. First, get a hobby too. Love yourself. Find you something you like. So therefore, when you do come in work, uh, connection with that other person, you don't have to worry about why he's not calling you, why he's not spending time with you, so forth. A guy has to work too. So at the end of the day, I pray that you continue to be blessed continue to walk by faith and not by sight and continue to let go and get on with your life stop being bitter stop having resentment stop being angry stop being mad because that man or that woman moved on without you because that man and woman got married to somebody else and it wasn't you you weren't the person you weren't the pick you weren't the choice and to the guys, yes, women do still help guys out and take them out on a date. Yes, women still like to give their guys haircuts and everything. If she's not doing that for you, that means she don't like you. You're not the guy for her. I'm just saying it, plain and simple. It's not that, oh, women are dogs and they just go to... No, no, no. You got some go-digger guys also. Yes, you do. And women, start asking for a, a Louis... Listen, guys, I don't even wear Louis Vuitton and Burley bags. I had all of those when I used to be in the streets. I know my... I, I spend my time. I did my time for everything, you know, cocaine queen. But No, I wasn't the cocaine queen. But anyway, uh, but you guys are asking for purses, five, $600 purses. Shoot. Invest in my business. <laughs> That's what I want. Invest in my business. That's what I want. But anyway, guys, I love you guys. And remember, these I'm just giving you tools from what I went through in life or what someone else have given me and passing it on to you guys. Because you guys are love. You are blessed. And continue to do what you gotta do. In Jesus' name. I love you guys. Bye.